0: A few years ago, my buddy Bill was working at an auto parts store in Helena, Montana. It was a Sunday afternoon, and he was just locking up. They turned out the lights, and the manager was ringing out the till when a car with California plates pulled up, and two girls came bouncing out. So he pushed open the door and said, can I help you? And the girl said, yeah, the guy down at the gas station said you might be able to help. He said, why, what's wrong? They said, well, there's a funny noise coming from underneath the car. So Bill bent down and looked, and the muffler was dragging And he said, well, yeah, I'll fix that for you. Just freeze. So he went and got a creeper, his gloves, and some mechanics wire. And he was under the car wiring the muffler up to the frame. And one of the girls said, oh, we're so thankful that you could do this. We had another six hours to go, and we didn't think it'd make it. And he said, no, it wouldn't have made it six hours, that's for sure. Where are you headed? L.A. L.A.? You mean Los Angeles? And they said, yeah. So he slid out of the creeper and he said, Well, how do you figure, you're in Montana, how do you figure, well, yes, so. She goes, so he says, how do you figure it's six hours, you're in Helena, Montana. And this girl looks at him kind of smoothly, puts her hands on his hips and said, uh, look, we left on Friday, we left L.A., and it took us 16 hours to get to Salt Lake. We left Salt Lake 10 hours ago, I guess, that leaves six hours. And so he said, ladies, come within." And he brought him into the store and got out an atlas. And he said, okay, here's L.A., here's Salt Lake, there's Montana. And the girl looked at him with surprise and looked at the other girl, and the color kind of drained from their face. Well, I guess we're going to be late for work tomorrow morning. So I guess so. He gave him an atlas and told them to take I-15 South to get back home. Now, what's the point? These two nice young women just assumed that the road they were on was going to take them to L.A. They, they didn't really know where they were going. They just assumed that I-15 North led to L.A., but they never stopped to, They never asked, never checked a map, evidently never gave it a thought. They were certainly sincere in their belief they were heading to L.A. They were sincere, uh, but they were sincerely wrong. Being sincere isn't enough to get us to our destination. We can't even make a trip successfully unless we know where we're headed and we know how to get there. How about you? Where are you going? How do you know? Are you bumbling through life like those two girls? Where are you going? There's only two answers to that question, huh? Heaven or hell. Well, no one really needs any instructions on how to go to hell. We can just act naturally, do whatever comes naturally, and we'll up. Sure yep. What we need to know is how to get to heaven, which means acting supernaturally. So we need supernatural guidance. We need directions for our trip so that we can get to our supernatural destination. And as it turns out, God has given us three special supernatural powers that are directly concerned with guiding us to heaven. They're the three theological virtues, faith, hope, and charity. This virtue is faith. It's on the exam of the conscience for this month. Faith is a supernatural power, and it gives us the need to believe what God says, whether we understand it or not just because he said so, since he can neither deceive nor be deceived. And what is it that we believe by faith? Everything that God's revealed, every last bit, every speck, all the truths proposed for our belief by the Catholic Church. The virtue of faith is the foundation of all the supernatural virtues. Without faith as a foundation, we can't have the virtue of hope. And without the virtues of faith and hope, we can't have the virtue of charity. Faith tells us how to live so that we can get to heaven, and charity gives us the supernatural power to live in heaven. Faith tells us how to live to get to heaven, and charity gives us the supernatural power to live in heaven. So what do we believe by faith? Everything God has revealed, and why do we believe it? Because he can neither deceive nor be deceived. Okay, Father, but what if somebody refuses to believe something in Revelation? Well, if he actually believes that this truth was revealed by God, and yet he still has that attitude, what is he actually saying when he refuses to believe that it's true? He's saying that God can deceive, he's saying that God's a liar. In effect, he's saying that he's smarter than God. If a man willfully and deliberately denies one or more truths of the faith, that's heresy. And if he willfully and deliberately denies all the truths of the faith, that's apostasy. And those are both mortal sins. And if someone, God forbid, commits a mortal sin against the faith, like heresy or apostasy, he loses it. He loses the faith. And since faith is a free gift to God that he gave to most of us when we were baptized and we didn't do anything and we can do nothing to earn it it's a free gift to God then if someone is proud enough and stupid enough to throw it all away God's under no obligation to give it back that means if that man dies in that condition he can't be saved he can't be saved do we have to have the faith to be saved? absolutely absolutely can't find heaven without the faith. To understand that, just think about those California girls. They couldn't find L.A. without directions. And everybody can ask themselves, have I ever been lost or had a tough time trying to find a particular address or location? Look, we need directions just to keep from getting lost and turned around right here on Earth in our own country to get to places that we can reach by our own natural powers. We need directions. If we need directions to find natural destinations, how much more do we need directions to find a supernation like heaven? We can't get there from here without God's help. We need the faith. It's completely impossible to be saved without the virtue of faith. Remember that without faith, we can't have charity. And charity gives us the supernatural power to live the life of heaven. If we don't have faith, we don't have charity, we can't live in heaven. Here's what the First Vatican Council teaches on that very point. Quote, no one can ever achieve justification without faith. Neither can anyone attain eternal life unless he or she perseveres in faith to the end. Close quote, the First Vatican Council. No one can attain eternal life. Unless he or she perseveres in the faith to the end. Okay, Father, so if we commit a mortal sin against faith, like willfully and deliberately refusing to believe something, God has revealed, we lose the faith. What other sins might cause us to lose the faith? There's three ways we can get in trouble with our faith. All the dangers from the faith come from three different areas. Either from denying the faith, from carelessness in protecting or preserving our faith, or from deliberately entering into occasions of sin that may cause our faith to be destroyed. Here's just a short list of some of those type of sins. The type of sins that can cause us to lose the faith. Joining the Freemasons. Worshiping false gods. Attending a service in a mosque. Joining a non-Catholic denomination. Messing with Ouija boards. Going to a seance. Going to the site of a condemned apparition. Blasphemy, reading heretical books, keeping company with people who mock or try to destroy our faith, living in sin or giving in regularly and not resisting serious sins against purity. We have to be careful. We do not live in the age of faith. We live in an age of apostasy. We have to be careful. We have to avoid worldly or heretical movies. TV, radio, and literature. We shouldn't ever listen to radical preachers. Ever. I don't care where they're at. Ever. Even if we have thoughts, ever temptations against the faith, we have to pray and shift our mind to other topics. St. Alphonsus points out there are two types of sins and temptations, but the only one who wins are the ones who flee. Those are temptations against holy purity and temptations against the faith. We have to flee any time we're in a situation that endangers us in either of those uh, categories. Okay, so those are the sins. How can we strengthen our faith? We can strengthen our faith by saying the creed, saying the act of faith, and most especially saying the Holy Rosary. We need to pray. We need to pray every day. We need to fill our minds and imaginations with good images by reading good spiritual reading, the Holy Bible, lives of saints or listening to good spiritual tapes. These will help inoculate us against all the secularism and the worldly images that we're immersed in. We can increase our faith by good imagery. Remember that God increases our faith every time we assist at Mass or receive the sacraments worthily. During Holy Mass, during the Creed, we can renew our act of faith Tell God we believe everything He teaches because He said so. At the elevation of the sacred host, we can say that beautiful prayer, My Lord and my God, and God will increase our faith when we say that. At the elevation of the precious blood, we can say, My God and my all, and God will increase our faith by saying that. We can make a good thanksgiving after our communion, begging for our faith to be preserved and those around us, and we can make communions specifically with intention to grow in faith. And confession is especially important. Why? Because sin clouds our judgment and confuses us. Sin always darkens the intellect. And the intellect is where the virtue of faith is rooted. It's the more sin we pile up, the more confusion and darkness we ponder our The more likely we're going to have problems if we end up in a jackpot. We need to make frequent confessions. Okay, let's review. We can't even make a trip successfully unless we know where we're headed and how to get there. And being sincere is isn't enough to get us to our destination. Faith gives us a supernatural light so that we can see where we're going and how to get there. It's a supernatural virtue that gives us the power to believe everything that God teaches simply because He says so on His authority, since He can neither deceive nor be deceived. It helps us keep our eye on the heavenly goal. Without the faith, we can't get to heaven. We can't forget that we're going to spend our lives buying miracles, in an age of apostasy, so we need to protect our faith by avoiding dangers from denying the faith, by not being careless about preserving or nurturing our faith, by being careful to avoid occasions of sin that might destroy the faith. We can increase our faith by prayer. We increase our faith, especially by the rosary, spiritual reading, frequent confession, and frequent communions. Today, during the creed, Renew your act of faith. At the elevation of the sacred host, show your gratitude. Share your thanksgiving to God for giving you the holy faith. Thank God at the elevation of the sacred host and the precious blood. Thank Him for giving you the roadmap to eternal life, for giving you the wonderful gift of faith, the faith without which it is impossible to please God.